Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Ooh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes ChumbaCasino.com. No Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Thursday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show for this week, October 21st. Great to have you with us. Hopefully riding along with you or keeping company at home or at the office. Don't want the boss here that you listen to us, though, because, you know, you're supposed to be doing your TPS reports we got a lot to discuss with you. Big news coming out of Florida in an effort to protect people from the vaccine mandates. Turns out some states, some governors do want to protect freedom. Ron DeSantis, Governor Abbott of Texas, will discuss that. The fight over do masks work in school, as we've been told or not, has some interesting back and forth. We've also got the Attorney General Merrick Garland getting grilled on Capitol Hill for what seemed to be a shot across the bow of concerned parents with that memo. You know, oh, the domestic terrorist, the soccer mom insurrectionist. Merrick Garland's having to answer for that a little bit today. We'll discuss it. It's also tying into the Virginia governor's race. Clay pointed out to me right before the show, basically dead heat in the most reliable polls we've seen right now between Glenn Youngkin and Terry McAuliffe would be a seismic shock for the Democrat Party to lose that gubernatorial race, given the trajectory of politics over the last year or so. Remember, we lost those two Georgia Senate seats in the special. I mean, we've had a rough go. This would be a really nice turning of the tide. And schools, school boards, concerned parents, CRT at the center of that race. So we'll be discussing that with you. Plus the Netflix walkout. Clay's got some great clips on that one and a professor if we can get to it a professor from mit of geophysics not allowed to give a prestigious lecture why because he doesn't agree with affirmative action hiring in the sciences the way that the left demands and you've got to hear some of the arguments that are being used against this guy but let's start with the good news from florida as of today i was very excited to see this clay we have uh, a member of the Florida state legislature, it looks like they're going to pass. You know, what Texas has done is yes. say at the executive level, no 
vaccine mandates, period. That means, I'm sorry, your business, the same way your business cannot discriminate on the basis of race, cannot only serve some customers. You know, there's some things that states cannot or can allow, depending on what we're talking about, businesses to do. And it looks like in Florida, they're going through the legislative arm instead of just the executive branch. Governor DeSantis announced a special session to pass legislation to protect Floridians' medical freedom and right to earn a living. Florida is fighting back against unjust mandates. That was the tweet from a, from Representative Anthony Sabatini of Florida this morning. Clay, this is the pushback, my friend. This is what we need to see. And we have talked a lot about this in the context of federalism and the good fortune that we have that Republican governors have existed at all in this country. Because if they didn't, we might well be Canada or Australia and have been locked down for much of the past year uh, with no recourse because everybody would have been out there trying to do the same thing. Right. And so as you break this down and start to analyze it, It is a really big and strong and monumental and important thing that governors Abbott and uh, Abbott and um, and certainly DeSantis are doing. And the way that this is going, I believe, is going to end up in a massive battle. Now, legally, let me let me say this, too. It's important for people like us with substantial audiences to keep hammering a fact with it, which is an inconvenient truth that most will not discuss. Florida yesterday had the lowest rate of COVID in the contiguous United States. Only Hawaii yesterday, according to New York Times data, had a lower rate per capita of COVID infection than Florida. Clay, we have to find out how Governor Ron DeSantis managed to spread the COVID everywhere else yes. in the country. He must control the seasons. And it's also important, and this is why I would love to have Dr. Fauci, and we need to get to basically Fauci being proven to be a liar, Rand Paul being proven correct based on an NIH statement during the course of today's show. But Buck, Vermont, which is one of the most vaccinated states in the entire country, nobody is covering this, is consistently setting every day new highs in COVID. Over 90% of adults in Vermont are testing positive for covid uh, now, uh, sorry, despite 90% of people being vaccinated, new highs are being set in COVID cases. And the question that Dr. Fauci and everybody of his ilk should have to answer is one that I bet Ron DeSantis in Florida and Greg Abbott in Texas would like to ask as well. If everybody being vaccinated eliminates COVID, how do you explain Vermont? There is no explanation. Well, there's they're still clinging to it's only the unvaccinated, which is untrue, which is, uh, which is not correct. Yes. Right. So this is where there's a little bit of a panic, I think, among the establishment, the medical establishment. I would also note that, you know, Clay, we here on this show uh, were pushing for protection against private sector mandates, maybe even had a discussion with a governor from another state who did not seem interested and wanted to give a phony pseudo-constitutional lecture on how a state cannot do what, in fact, the states of Texas and now Florida will be doing, because when you understand the nature of what the left is trying to accomplish here, you can see their next moves. It was pretty clear that they were going to be using the private sector to force people to get the shot. And I also think, in addition to, to the businesses that are doing it, people are now seeing 
They're, I, I, and I'm not saying this. I, I hate the, oh, they're coming for your children. Yeah. There will be blue states that are mandating your six-year-old gets the COVID vaccine. It's going to happen within 90 days. They're going I, to be mandating it. And so now people are saying, okay, so what do we do? We're, we're going to sit around and give each other, you know, give each other pats on the back because we're small government or whatever while everyone's being forced to get the shot or get fired or have to take all these extreme measures that the government's mandating. So Florida and Texas leading the charge, holding line. And remember, Florida's not, there are other redder states that are not being as courageous on this issue. Florida is, is you know, a little red, but it's not that red. So to get the Florida legislature moving behind this and to take this action so that people won't lose their jobs over this is is showing some real courage on the part of the Republican legislators and also Governor Ron DeSantis there. I wish it would be mirrored in some of the redder states. Well, it should be mirrored in every state that has the opportunity to do this, because at a minimum, we are headed for a Supreme Court review of how do we determine the legality here? Can the federal government, which, by the way, Buck, I just I want to keep emphasizing they still haven't promulgated their official rules. They announced that they were going to do it, but the OSHA requirement on COVID vaccination for any company that has over 100 employees, that still hasn't happened. And so I continue to believe that not only do you need to stand up to it because it makes it clear this is going to be a legal battle, but I think the Biden administration is aware that that might be a legal battle they lose. And so they're trying to drag out the implementation of these COVID uh, vaccine requirements, the mandates from the federal government, as long as they can, so that hopefully, I really think that it's this, they are hoping they can say, hey, so many people went ahead and got vaccinated that now we don't have to implement a federal mandate. We still think individual companies should do it, but we're going to back up. They're going to give us a carrot after threatening to hit us with a stick. Absolutely. I mean, and you start to look at this, Clay. Can the federal government mandate that every every household in America has to buy a firearm? I mean, under under the expansive approach that the Democrats seem to take here of the Commerce Clause and the the federal government, in this case, using OSHA. But, you know, where does this stop and start? If you don't leave certain things to states only, we often talk about federalism here on the show. Then you just have a D.C. based super legislature and states are effectively irrelevant. There are things that should be left to the states. And health is overwhelmingly one of them, especially when it comes to things like quarantine powers and and safety regulations and things of that nature. States have a tremendous leeway with that. They have plenary powers. Florida and Texas recognize that. Yeah. And so this is a little bit of a complicated legal dynamic, but I do think people should be aware of this. By trying to have OSHA mandated, what would end up being the dispute is, does OSHA have the authority to mandate a federal vaccine, right? And it's different than, for instance, if the Congress tried to mandate it. And I think there's a lot of people out there that would say, okay, if you want to have that debate and you want to go into the House and you want to go into the Senate and you want the federal government to try to mandate under legislative power but what they're trying to do is put this under the osha regulatory regime which is the same thing buck that was found into a certain degree to be unconstitutional because remember it wasn't a when we go back to the eviction moratorium that the supreme court shot shut down that was not a federal legislation that was also under the cdc and they found that it right. exceeded the scope of the cdc's authority to keep evictions from occurring as a public health matter similarly 
I think it's likely that the agency and regulatory state of this regulation being promulgated underneath OSHA is not going to be permissible. Whereas if they went to Congress and the House and the Senate said we're going to do this, that would be a stronger case. This is because the bureaucracy has become the fourth and unelected branch of our government in many ways more powerful than more intrusive than even what you get from the uh, legislative branch and and the judiciary and the elected executive branch uh, in the sense that you actually have members of Congress and the the president, uh, well, the president, obviously, and then members of Congress are part of legislative. But the point here being, you're not supposed to be living at the whim of the EPA or elected officials, the the OSHA or HHS. So, you know, people, HHS is a massive institution in America now. And when they say things like, oh, but it's private businesses making these decisions, the federal government behind the scenes because of Medicare and Medicaid and, and all these different HHS regulations and reimbursements calls the shots in the hospital system. People need to understand it's not as simple as just, oh, well, you know, this is why, you know, there's a lot of libertarians. I've got a lot of libertarian friends. They have not been particularly helpful in this fight against COVID because they keep thinking there's some neutral space here that we're defending when really we're just taking artillery rounds all the time. The yeah. other side does whatever they want. And I think Florida and Texas, to bring it all back, are are making the right move by at least they got to try to defend these basic rights. You know, to your point about how the courts play this out, Clay, we'll see. But beyond that, timing here really matters. Yes, Even delaying it 60, yes. 90 days, maybe six months might mean the difference between a really onerous and aggressive mandate going into effect that because once the needle goes in your arm, it's done. And this is why back in August, I felt so vociferously about taking action in red states. And I have a feeling some other red states may be taking action, but I will not be getting any apology notes from any governors. I have a feeling, too. Here's the other thing I think procedurally that you hit on that's so important. Timing. There are a lot of companies out there in Texas and Florida that may not want to take this vaccine mandate, but need a fig leaf. They need a cover legally to be able to argue why they are not doing it. DeSantis and Abbott now have given them that fig leaf. And I think we need that in uh, in many other states, as many as we possibly can. When we come back, the battle over masking, we need to play you some of this audio because there's two divergent stories that are being told. One is a lie. The other is the truth. We're going to tell you which is which. But in the meantime, our sponsor, Legacy Box, provides a great service to so many people in the audience out there. They will transfer your family memories you have on videotape and film onto digital files and DVDs. They have the expertise and equipment to do it, and they do it all in my home state of Tennessee in just a couple of weeks' time. No matter the kind of video cassette, VHS tape, Betamax, you name it, they've got the gear to make the transfer to a digital file. And to give you an idea of how accomplished they are, they've done it for 1.2 million families. This is one project worth taking on, and especially just in time for the holidays, if you're thinking of a cool gift that you could share with your family. How about preserving your family's most cherished memories and history forever on digital files? So many people out there looking for great gift ideas as we move into the holiday season. This is amazing. In a couple of weeks' time, you send and receive back all of those old media types, your VHS, your Betamax, your old uh, slides, along with brand new digital files you can share with family members and 
have forever to enjoy as a family. The rewards are amazing, and the rediscovery of events and memories can bring so many smiles and so much laughter to your family. It is good mood-inducing in a time when everybody needs more good moods. And maybe maybe your family just needs to come together because there's been a lot of feuding over the past couple of years. Bring the history to home for everybody this holiday season. You can do it at LegacyBox.com slash Clay. This way, you get 40% off their regular prices. They'll ship you a box to send all your memories back to me, and they'll keep it safe, and they will return it and get you started just in time for the holidays. LegacyBox.com slash Clay. 40% off. One more time. LegacyBox.com slash Clay. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. I think it's important that we call out lies when they occur. And we try to do that on a regular basis. And I think the worst kind of lie is one that is designed to inflame fear. Because there is so much lying going on on a day-to-day basis that it is hard not to, at times, get overwhelmed and just sit back and say, what is the actual truth? Which is why, Buck, if you and I, and we've talked about this on the show before, if we get a fact wrong, like we feel sick to our stomachs I'm embarrassed. on this show. I'm embarrassed. Yes, yeah. If we get a fact wrong. And, and look, opinions there's a big difference between a fact and an opinion. But when you are a public health authority and you and Buck and I look at all the data, we know everybody's busy. We look at all the data on masking. We pay attention to it, but we feel 
sick to our stomachs if we get a fact wrong. And if we do, we'll come back and say, hey, we told you this. It turns out that did not end up being true. It's what we try to do. That's our promise to you. One of the things that I think is the most infuriating, and there are a lot of things about COVID that are infuriating, is the insistence on public health officials who should know better continuing to sell us things that are factually untrue and not supported by the data. And so I'm going to play the falsehood first. I want to make it clear this is not true, okay? This is not accurate, and then we're going to bring you the actual truth on the flip side in the next segment. But first, let's play cut two from Vivek Murphy, uh, who is uh, trying to argue that masks make sense and that they make us all safer. This is the Surgeon General of the United States, Vivek Murthy. And I worry uh, about efforts in in some states and some localities to, to move schools away uh, from universal mask requirements and testing because we have seen now that schools that have universal masking in place are much, much less likely, uh, more than three and a half times less likely uh, to have outbreaks in schools compared to schools that don't have masking rules. This is our kids' health that's at stake. We've got to take every measure to make sure they're okay. No, 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 I'm sorry. We're just we're not going to let this fly, Clay. Right. It just we'll come back and give more data on the other side from, you know, uh, a Harvard trained MD who happens to be the Surgeon General for the state of Florida. Maybe he knows something. Maybe he knows something. We'll address this in a second. We're not letting them get away with the lies, friends. Eight hundred dollars a year. That's how much money families are saving by switching their cell phone service to Pure Talk Cellular. These are families that are ditching Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, and switching to Pure Talk. Why? Because Pure Talk is on the exact same 5G network, using the exact same towers as one of those big carriers, but for far less money every month. Switching is so easy. You can keep your number and your phone when you move to Pure Talk. If you need a new phone, you want to keep your same phone number, Pure Talk has a brand new iPhone or Android for you at great prices. Listen to this offer. Unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data on Pure Talk's 5G network is just $30 a month. And Pure Talk's customer service is all here in the U.S. And when you make the switch, you'll have access to experienced employees of Pure Talk. Pure Talk has a 30-day risk-free guarantee. You got nothing to lose. From your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say Pure Talk. You'll save 50% off your first month. That's pound 250, say Pure Talk. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. This is where we provide an island of sanity amidst all the madness of the Fauciites, the socialists, the commies, the woke. This is where you come to gather with all of us, the sane people, as my friend Clay says. The, the, this is where we do the sane thing, the rational thing. And that means looking at the numbers, the data, the reality as it is. We just played before, in case you missed it, the Surgeon General... Uh, Murphy for the United States government making a claim, um, making a claim that that schools that don't have mask mandates have three point five times the covid outbreaks of uh, schools with mask mandates. I've looked at this study and this is what it says on the hill about it. Out of the one hundred and ninety one schools in Maricopa and Pima counties in Arizona that experience outbreaks by the end of August. 59.2% did not have a mask requirement compared to 8.4% that required masks from the start of the school year. 
Um, so they're doing this from August. This almost a third of outbreaks occurred in schools that implemented mask mandates after the school year. But you got Clay. There's no control group. It's there, nonsense. It, it's complete garbage. This the study that he said. The study that Surgeon General is citing is complete garbage. Here's the Surgeon General at the. And this is why they oh, they never want what do we we actually said this here on the show that one of the reasons there was such opposition to mask choice for kids in Florida schools was Florida would keep real data and there would be a control group there'd be they schools not where it was mandated group. and schools where it was not and you'd be able to look at it and here is what the Surgeon General of the state of Florida says Harvard MD Dr. Joseph Latipo. I want you guys to step back for a moment from what you hear sort of constantly on TV and just very briefly in terms of the data that uh, that supports mask use in kids and mandates for masks in kids, it is very weak and that's a fact. But there's a substantial gap between the quality of the data out there supporting masks in kids, yielding any benefit for kids whatsoever factual and the what we're hearing from some of our public health leadership in other states and nationally in florida we're going to stay close to the data and we're going to let you know how we feel about the data and the data do not support any clinical benefit for children in schools with mask mandates the highest quality data find no evidence of benefit and and that's how and we're going to stick with that because that's what the data show i mean clay this guy, what, what, does he not know anything? He's a Harvard MD. Does he not understand the science? Well, we had, uh, you'll remember, the New York Magazine article writer who has been enmeshed in analyzing the data. David Zweig, I believe, That's was right. his name at New York Magazine. And I would encourage people out there, we have shared this. Maybe we can share it from the Clay and Buck Twitter account again. The science on masking children. There is no data out there that legitimately supports masking having any impact at all. And Florida, to your point, is such a great test case scenario because some counties in Florida mandated masks, contrary to what the governor had demanded in terms of parents just having their right to choose, and others did not. And the statistical significance of the two uh, control groups, the masked schools and the non-masked schools, there was no difference. And that's because masks don't work. And that is and remains a significant fact. So you have the Surgeon General of the United States spreading a lie, propagating a falsehood. And then you have the Surgeon General of the state of Florida. I think both of them, by the way, are Harvard MDs actually sharing the data from Florida. And remember, the biggest study the CDC did was in the state of Georgia. And that was a big part of the science behind the article about masking kids in New York Magazine, David Zweig's piece. And I think that involved, if I'm not mistaken, Buck, 90,000 kids. I mean, it was a monstrous uh, control experimental group because a lot of these studies, like I'm sure the one in Maricopa County or whatever they're, they're trying to cite, are tiny numbers of kids, and there's almost no statistical significance to them. We've got the whole state of Florida. We have a huge portion of the state of Georgia, both proving that masking doesn't make sense. And by the way, we got all these countries overseas that have done studies, yeah. and their kids aren't wearing the masks. U the UK has said no mask for kids in schools because they look at the data, and it's, it's just not there. The number's just yes. not there. To, going back to this study that the Surgeon General was supposed to, oh, he's an expert. We're supposed to listen to this guy. Uh, you're talking about 
21% of these schools had a mask requirement since the beginning of the school year. 30% added one later. 48% never mandated masks at all. They, they have no, they're just looking at this. And by the way, they only picked 16% of counties to analyze yeah. in their own state. So they're you're looking cherry at one fifth roughly of your counties that are changing masks, no masks, maybe masks. And then you're coming up with this number. It's absurd. In Florida, it's very straightforward. Some schools had mandates. Some schools did not. Did the schools with mandates do better than the schools without mandates? And by the way, not it's not a ban on masks. It's choice. No. You allow children to go to school with the choice. There was no difference statistically yes. whatsoever. They ran a control group study. The mask maniacs are wrong. But more than anything else, Clay, they're the people, I think, who are still terrified. You know, yes. oh my gosh, you know, little little Timmy or little Susie's going to get COVID and they just can't look at reality. And then there are the people for whom it's really just about they don't want to feel like they've been not that smart this whole time. You know, they yeah. they, they think they that masking their kids up was, was the responsible thing to do. They don't want to find out at this point. Oh, my gosh. I mean, even right now, I'll tell you this, October 19th, a professor um, at Harvard University's Chance School of Public Health wrote a piece on how schools should do away with mask mandates by the end of the year. This is just crazy. And we just need to have a decision made. It's done. End of this year, meaning December, done. No more mask. Christmas and it, break could basically go away. And, and this is why I think it's so important, because that's what we actually have to do. We actually just have to all come together and agree we're not doing some of these things anymore. Not maybe we'll do it again or we're waiting and let's check the data and all this other stuff. We have it's run over. the experiment. The Fauciites were wrong. End of story. But the pushback on this, as you know, is going to be fierce because it's what? become it's not just about the science as we've known all along. It's about political power and control. Well, and what's also wild and infuriating about this, Buck, is when you actually look at, like we said, the data, they're still saying even with 5 to 11-year-olds being vaccinated. We played this from Rochelle Walensky, the director of the CDC, yesterday. She said masking's not going to go away even when people 5 to 11 can get vaccinated. Now, I said you can come after me if you want. I'm sure people will. I'm not getting my young kids vaccinated for COVID because they have no risk of COVID, right? I think they've already had it. My wife and I have had it. I think they probably have antibodies. I think they've been fine. That's what the data would likely suggest in my own household. But if you are terrified of COVID, get your kids vaccinated. That's your choice. But why in the world should everybody still have to wear masks when anyone can get the vaccine that they want? You know how we say these things and we keep hammering the numbers and the data and we know that this audience, but but it's also important that I feel like we, we're equipping, you know, we are a truth force multiplier yes. here on the show. You know, we we are, you know, God bless uh, SF guy, special forces, but they go in, they train indigenous to be able to, to fight on behalf of U.S. interests. Uh, we're like that with the truth and the data here, right? We're trying to give yes. people the facts and the numbers so that when they sit down to the Thanksgiving table and someone says, oh, my children can't, they're going to, they're at such a risk from COVID. And just to remind everybody that it's not just stuff that we're saying, it's not, we're, we're not pulling this out of thin air. This Washington Post article that I just, I mentioned to you, uh, a Harvard public health professor. So usually libs like Harvard. When it goes yes. in their favor, they're like Harvard. He cites the same, quote, low risk for kids holds true for mortality, where the risk for 5 to 11-year-olds has consistently been about one per million. 
It is a one in a million risk, my friends. We're not exaggerating. That is the actual mortality risk. So when people think they're so smart, what about measles? What The risk of death from measles for a child is one in a thousand. Yeah. That's very different from one in a million. I think we all understand that. And the one in a million buck, I think it's also important to note, many of those kids have massive underlying medical conditions, right? We're not talking about young, healthy kids that are dying with COVID. Most of the kids that are dying, and I wish there were none, but most of them that are dying are, we, we shared the data before on uh, the overall cause of mortality among young children, and COVID by age range is less than 1% of the cause of death for kids in that that age range. It's, it's wild. Uh, by the way, nearly a third of us, and we're going to keep sharing all of this data with you every single day, because I do think it's important, Buck's point, the force multiplier, that we all as a group help to share facts that matter and help to influence our political debates. By the way, nearly a third of us suffer from chronic pain. That can come from exercise, overexertion, the effects of everyday living. It can also come from pain and plain and simple aging. Pain is pain. If you're having it, you need to get better. Use Relief Factor today. Four key ingredients, 100% drug-free product, addresses joint pain, knee, hip, back, neck, and shoulder pain. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, including my wife and Buck's dad, and about 70% of them go on to order more. If you had a 7 in a 10 chance to eliminate your pain, why wouldn't you take the chance and make a smart decision today? Buck, how do they sign up? Join the more than half a million people today and order the three-week quick start for only nineteen ninety five, go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to get the 1995 three-week quick start developed for you. Go to relieffactor.com or call this number 800-4-800, the number 4-RELIEF. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head and Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details good song the johnny carson theme right hey who wrote that skip who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. 
a brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We are rolling through. The Thursday, I had to think there for a minute, Buck. I was like, what day? It's the Thursday edition of the program. We're about to be joined by Senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee. She's going to weigh in on a bunch of different issues, including Fauci now basically being caught in a lie. Uh, She is demanding that he resign. I think there's a, a lot of Republicans out there that are going to demand a criminal investigation into whether or not Dr. Fauci has committed perjury. All of that continues to build. We will discuss it. Also, the Netflix controversy. But the biggest election that is going to happen in 2021 uh, is going to be what's going on in the Virginia gubernatorial race. And what is happening is the most recent Monmouth poll that came out shows now, Buck, a dead heat. 46% for Youngkin, 46% for Terry McAuliffe, and... McAuliffe is filling the heat. He stormed out of an interview because he was unhappy with the questions that he was being asked there. He uh, now is arguing that Glenn Youngkin is Donald Trump 2.0, which is the 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 court sort of desperate ploy that is brought to bear now. Anytime we've got potentially a tight race, and I think this is going to end up being significant. Richmond schools have just decided that their teachers are too stressed. So they're going to take a week off out of nowhere. Buck, this is crazy and certainly is working against McAuliffe because the whole the whole race seems to be boiling down to public education. Loudoun County became the front line in the battle between parents and critical race theory indoctrination, which has now turned Virginia into a front line state in that fight. And the governor's race is mirroring that battle in many ways. I mean, you can see Glenn Youngkin, what is he hammering? Because, look, people, there are certain things that at the state level really matters. There's only so much, you know, if you're the governor of Virginia, the federal tax rate, you could say, oh, I don't want them to raise taxes at the federal, but you're not going to be able to do anything about that, right? State level, schools matter a lot to people, matters a lot to counties and localities, and the governor plays a huge role in all this. And that's why Glenn Youngkin is talking about a whole range of issues that affect the schools, including uh, safety issues, school resource officers. Here you go. We are going to take immediate action in regards to our kids' safety. Our kids can't wait. First, when I'm your governor working for you, every school will be required to have school resource officers on its campus. And let me be clear. They will be on every campus or that school will lose its funding. If you are a school board and you refuse to equip your schools with school resource officers to keep our children safe, you will need to find your funding for your school on your own. 
This is powerful stuff, Clay, and and it goes to an argument that actually, or, or rather uh, some reporting, and then the arguments that came up in the aftermath of the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas shooting when there were conversations about should there be armed resource officers at schools? Why, is, why was there such opposition to that in some schools and some school districts and places? And there's this whole notion on the left of the school-to-prison pipeline and that even when kids can, kids commit violent crimes in school, they shouldn't necessarily be reported to police or if they if they commit if they commit a, a real offense. So this is a pushback on it to say we actually do need to have kids kept safe in school. The law still applies in school. It's not all handled in house. And because of what happened with that transgender student allegedly assaulting the uh, teen girl and then that being covered up, this has a lot of resonance in the state of Virginia. No doubt. And I'm glad you brought that up because Merrick Garland is testifying today. The attorney general would have been a Supreme Court justice, potentially. He said he didn't know anything about that case. So this is Merrick Garland, who basically said the school board parents are domestic terrorists, and we need to make sure that we are investigating this on behalf of the FBI and the Department of Justice. And he then goes in front of Congress. This is a thing that was written about in the Washington Post. This is certainly a topic of major discussion And, Buck, this is a lie. He said he didn't know anything about this case. I mean, come on. You don't think that he reads the Washington Post? You don't think that somebody would tell him, hey, just so you know, there's a big pushback against your idea of classifying parents as domestic terrorists investigating school board meetings. And, by the way, one of the guys that has most virally been a, quote, wrongdoer His daughter may have gotten sexually assaulted by a transgender student in Loudoun County uh, bathroom. You don't think the attorney general has been briefed on that case? I mean, he is lying, Buck, unless they came in to talk to him and he just started waving his arms and screaming, don't tell me a word about this so I can say that I don't know anything about it. I mean, he knew he was going to go on Capitol Hill, and so he didn't want to have to be answering questions because when you start to add all this together in Virginia, what do you have? You have slimy Terry McAuliffe running around talking about how parents shouldn't have a say in what their kids are being taught in schools. Let's leave that to the teachers unions who decide things like we need a week long nap time. You know, we need to just take off some time because we're so stressed and also has the backing of a Soros backed defund the police and mass incarceration prosecutor who doesn't want to go after real crime, but wants to put the dad of an assaulted teen girl in prison because he's upset about the transgender student attacking his daughter in the bathroom. All this looks really bad for Terry McAuliffe. I gotta say, Glenn Youngkin's got some momentum. And you need, if you are listening to us in Virginia, to get out and vote because it's a massive message you can send. When we come back, we'll be joined by Senator Marsha Blackburn. We'll talk about Fauci's lies. We're trying to spread truth and justice every single day. And I think in this first hour, we did a pretty good job of it. We'll keep it up in hour two and hour three. Marsha Blackburn next. Thanks for hanging with us. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. (laughs) 
Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. He was called Mal Evans. He was on roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane. And he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.